I'm stealing this from Emily, by the way, but I think at some point Emily said something like, there's this myth that happens where we say like, oh, well, women weren't writing or there were like laws against women writing. But if there's a law against a woman writing, that's because they already are doing it and people want to stop them. Yep. Yeah. 100%. This is a history. This is a legacy. Hello, and welcome to This is a Classic, the Expand the Canon Theater Podcast. We're your hosts. Shannon Corinthian, Sky Pagan, Mary Candler, and me, Emily Lyon. And we're here to introduce you to some plays by women that are classics. Expand the Canon is a project of Hedgepig Ensemble Theater, a Brooklyn-based company that reimagines the classics, creating a legacy of storytelling with gender equity at its core. History. Well, this is our origin story episode, so we should probably talk about the origin of this whole thing that we're doing. And the truth is, it started with pretzels. Mm. <laughs> okay, uh, more on that later. So basically, since founding Hedgepig in 2012, the center of our work has been all about approaching the classics from a woman's perspective. This has meant hiring women directors, all women production teams, and really working to humanize the women characters in these plays. It also meant searching for plays that feature women with agency. And the person at the forefront of all of that is here on this podcast. Uh, Ms. Emily Lyon is our Associate Artistic Director, and she has had the task of directing plays like Shakespeare's All's Well That Ends Well or Schiller's Mary Stuart. Emily, I'd love to hear a little bit about your experience approaching these plays with a feminist perspective. So often directing plays, directing classical plays from a feminist perspective is kind of like Plato. Frankly, you've got men writing women in ways that are unlikely, shall we say. Um, (laughs) And, you know, as a director and as a generative artist, as an actor, it's now our task in a 21st century feminist culture to like square that circle. You're taking Plato and you're cutting out, you're like, cutting out all the bits that don't work, that are problematic. um, And you're trying to reshape these words and this plot. (laughs) Usually the plot is the problem, which is why it's so challenging Um, (laughs) to, (laughs) to be, to speak to a feminist sensibility right now. But ultimately directing these plays is trying to twist the text into, into a pretzel um thank you yes bring it back bring it back to pretzels (laughs) such that like they're palatable to today and recognizable human women um not easy not easy i could talk about this forever please cut me off okay i'm Um, gonna cut emily off now so basically emily was a pretzel okay we got there she was a pretzel um it occurred to me at some point that every play that i was producing for hedge pig was were by people with names like bill fred harold Eugene, Mm. we had only produced some modern adaptations written by women, but like, where were all the classics by women? 
And this is where I really hope that we can insert like cricket sounds, crickets, 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 long pause, long pause, long pause. Anyways, beyond a few folks kind of throwing off Ben's name into the silence, we had no idea what plays were out there that were classics by women. And sidebar, I am super annoyed at this because I have an MFA in classical acting and I never once touched a play by a woman in that entire program. Other sidebar, that MFA program is now using Expand the Canon to diversify the work that they do. Yes. That's why we do this. This is how we do it. Little by little, school by school, stage by stage. Here we go. Taking over the world. Not really, just kind of equalizing the world. But before we created this list, I, you know, with the clever use of the internet, did some basic research to confirm that, yes, there are, in fact, bazillions of plays written by women throughout history, but very few of them have any production history or really any information available about them beyond just their title, their author, and their year, and often not even that much information. And that really produced a problem for me as a producer. I I wanted to produce classics by women, but I could not read those bazillions of plays to find those gems, right? Not on your own. Not on my own. And if we, Hedgepig, as a company dedicated to women's voices, felt that this was an impenetrable barrier, how would anyone else also ever put these plays on stages or in their curriculum or what have you? So we just decided to do it, to read all the plays. And so we are doing it. We are reading all the plays, the good plays, the bad plays, the irrelevant plays. And then we are making it as easy as possible to find the excellent, timely, and producible classics written by a diverse group of women. So just to be clear, when we say all the plays... All the plays. When we say all the plays... (laughs) How many have we actually read Mm -hmm. to date? Our ensemble and reading committee have read, drum roll, (laughs) 350 plays so far. Well, probably up to 400 by the end of the cycle. And from that list, we're putting forth eight to 10 plays each year that are the best of the best of the very best. You might say they are... The classics. Oh, yes, you might. Mm-hmm. Classics, right. a.k.a. the best of the best of the best of the best. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Who exactly are we? <laughs> well, Shannon, I'm so glad you asked. We are four extremely nerdy classical theater ladies, multi-hyphenate theater maker artists who curate Hedgepig Ensemble's Expand the Canon project. So my name is Sky Pagan. I'm an actor and a writer, director, theater maker, and I joined Hedgepig in 2019 because I was drawn to their mission, which felt like it combined all of my passion for classical theater and my belief in advocacy and the role of the arts in social justice and education. And Expand the Canon was just a perfect extension of that. Awesome. I am Mary Candler, and I'm the founding artistic director of Hedgepig Ensemble Theater. I ended up in this conversation because... Expanding the canon seemed like the natural evolution of Hedgepig's mission. We had been producing a lot of classics, but realized at some point that they were all by the same type of dude. 100%. I am Shannon Corinthian, and I ended up in this conversation because um, as much as I love the classics, as a Black woman, I didn't feel like I was part of the conversation of the classics. 
And after doing research in college on African-American women and their production and realizing how much work had gone unproduced and unseen for so long, um, I wanted to be a part of bringing all women from all different backgrounds to the forefront of the theatrical canon. And Hedgepig was doing exactly that. And I'm so grateful for Hedgepig and Expand the Canon for this work. Heck yeah. I am Emily Lyon. I am the Associate Artistic Director of Hedgepig, and I am a social impact storyteller. And I ended up in this conversation because I emailed Hedgepig when I saw their mission in 2013. Um, <laughs> yes, and was like, I need to be involved. So um, as a director, I, I have to say like their mission completely overlaps with mine. I love amplifying the complexity of women's stories. And of course, beautiful, eloquent, poetic language that that heightens our experience. And what I've noticed is we usually let Shakespeare do that. And I'm thrilled to let some other women join that conversation. Yeah, I, it's interesting because I think we think of all of Shakespeare plays as like classics. And there are, I mean, I, I got into theater because I love Shakespeare so much. And there are plays that I think are extraordinary, but also like I've read some plays by Shakespeare that I don't think are that great, but we still put in that bucket. And that's just because they have like the power of his name on it. Yeah. 10 points to anyone who has seen a production of Shakespeare's Henry VIII. Anybody? Anyone? No. Some great scenes. True. True, true, true. But like... Not a not, great play. <laughs> but not a classic, right? Like right. it's a Shakespeare, but it's not a classic. I think. Yeah. I feel like just by reading these, the bad, the good, the irrelevant, I feel like I've grown just reading all of these plays written by women that I didn't even know existed. Mm -hmm. um, I just feel like a better, well-rounded human. Yeah. I just think so much about what it would mean to folks to see themselves represented on stages. And especially mm -hmm. when we go back and we honor the past by calling something a classic by honoring lots of different voices and just think about who the audience could be for those plays. And that's really exciting for the future of theater too. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to celebrate. There's a lot to celebrate. There's a lot to celebrate. Heck yeah. Legacy. This is so cool to hear like how we all ended up here because I feel really aware of of how this work is is truly a culmination of our backgrounds and is really an expression of the kind of work that we've been hoping to do for a long time now. So thanks. Thanks, y'all. Yeah, thank you. Yay. Um, so Sky, what what is the what is expand the canon? Like if people are looking up expand the canon, what will, what will they practically find? Expandthecanon.com <laughs> is in fact a place you can you can and should check out. Expand the Canon is an annual curated list of relevant, producible, and extremely excellent plays by women and other writers who exist outside the binary, who uh, we think the world should know about. Um, so how we do this is we read every year hundreds of plays that we source year-round from our community in New York, our national community, our international community, and with the help of our wonderful reading committee of other theater professionals and academics and theater enthusiasts, we rate all these plays based on their producibility and their artistic merit and how relevant or resonant they feel to a modern audience. 
So basically we make a really cool list of really good plays. Exactly. <laughs> and it's very, very necessary. Um, so many, like we mentioned all before in our introductions, we realized how many women have been overlooked by history. And so we want to make sure that, mm. you know, they get their time in the limelight. It's, you know, it's time for them. Um, <laughs> because as long as the only stories revered as classics are by men, we, as a society and as theater makers, will continue to prioritize the male gaze and point of view culturally, and we need to shift from that. But by prioritizing and showcasing the excellent, excellent work written by women, we can shift the culture and start telling our stories. Yes. And we showcase them in a festival every year and Woo! also now on this podcast and also on expandthecanon.com. Um, we every year are holding a festival so you can get to know these plays. We want you to adopt these plays, to put them on your shelves, put them in your audition rooms. So we curate not only the list, but a set of readings in September where you can get to know these plays, um, hear where the laughs are, see how many wonderful dynamic characters these women have written, um, and also maybe get to know us, maybe to get to know our company, whatever companies we're partnering with, and generally celebrate by enjoying their work. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. So excited for September. Legacy. So if you're listening to this podcast, what will you get? Well, you are going to get familiar with our list, the best of the best of the best. You get an intimate look at why these plays are classics. And by the end of each episode, we're sure you two will walk away being confident that this play is a classic and knowing that you should have produced it three years ago. <laughs> And maybe get excited to produce it now. <laughs> yes. Yes. And practically, you're going to get an introduction to some of these plays. You're going to get to hear parts of the text, some monologues, some scenes. You're going to get to hear summaries of the plays and their themes and why they resonate with an audience now. Why the writers who made these plays are so cool and you should absolutely look them up because some of them are incredibly awesome and are very strong opinions, which we like to share at length and hopefully with lots of puns. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, once again, I am Shannon Grinthin. I'm Sky Pagan. I'm Emily Lyon. And I'm Mary Candler. And we hope you join us for the rest of this season and these wonderful episodes we have. Have a great rest of your morning, evening, or day. And goodbye. Expand the canon. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs>